welcome to another edition of this week with walton a very late edition um just a weekly preview of what you should be looking out for in the worlds of business finance and economics for the week ahead and yes it's another busy week ahead expect COVID-19 and U.S. politics to be the key drivers um, as well as you know the news from the weekend of plans to lock down England for four weeks should um, test support for the pound at the start of the week. So as you know it's the week of the U.S. presidential election as polls close on Tuesday And in the world of finance, we can expect plenty of financial market volatility. The markets had been hoping for a democratic blue wave that would ensure further fiscal stimulus to support the economy. Um, A Biden presidential election victory, however, may not be enough should the Democrats fall short in the Senate race. If Trump does fall short, we can expect him to contest the outcome. It could be a long drawn out affair that would also be considered a risk off event for investors and traders. From finance to economics, one of the main events of the week is the Bank of England's monetary policy decision on Thursday. We've heard talk of negative interest rates And, you know, as the UK continues to get hit by the second wave of the COVID-19 pandemic, the key question is, will the Bank of England hold off until there's clarity on, you know, COVID-19 lockdowns, Brexit, etc., or will they make a move now? The markets are expecting the Bank of England to stand pat on interest rates this time round. But uh, what about their quantitative easing program? Many commentators are expecting the bank to increase that by a further hundred billion pounds from the 745 billion pounds level. To add to that, we also have the FOMC, the Federal Open Market Committee of the Federal Reserve, America's central bank, which is also due to make a monetary policy decision and also have a press conference on Thursday as well. And that is all you should be looking out for in the worlds of business, finance and economics for the week ahead. Now, a slight change of plan. I did say on Friday's episode that for this week, we'll be looking at and examining the US third quarter GDP number. Um, But that's no longer the case. Um, However, I thought it'd be kind of nice to kind of summarize um, the figures and what it kind of means. Um, So, yes. U.S. GDP accelerated at a 33.1% annualized pace in the third quarter, the Commerce Department reported. Um, That was better than the 32% estimate from a Dow Jones Economist survey. This was after a surge in business and residential investment alongside stronger consumer activity helped the economy after its worst quarter in Q2. And according to Ian Shepherdson, chief economist at Pantheon Macroeconomics, he said in a quote, while the headline number looks spectacular, it still leaves growth 
3.5% beneath its level at the end of 2019. Now, while Q3 was good, um, the US now faces a tough road ahead as coronavirus cases increase and worries grow over the health and economic impacts. Um, you know, back in the spring, March and April, we had nearly 22 million jobs lost. Um, and, you know, now we have recovered nearly half of that. Um, the unemployment rate remains at 7.9%, more than double its pre-pandemic level, as 12.6 million Americans are still out of work. However, how did the presidential candidates react to the number? Well, in a tweet, President Trump noted the noted this uh, GDP figure and he called it the biggest and best in the history of our country. And he also reassured the country that uh, economic growth in 2021 next year will be fantastic. Um, Mr. Joe Biden, on the other hand, President Trump's opponent in the election, um, he did acknowledge that GDP did rise, but um, he also said uh, visits to food banks haven't slowed and poverty has grown. Um, you know, the US, he has said the US is on track for the worst economic downturn in over 70 years. And President Donald Trump is on track to be the first president since Herbert Hoover to leave office with less jobs than when he came in. So a uh, kind of complete contrast between the two opponents in the election, as you would expect, um, as they analyze the Q3 GDP number. OK, so what are we getting into this week? Good question. Uh, this week, we're looking at China's next five year economic development plan, which was released last week, Friday. Uh, we'll just be examining impacts, effects for non-Chinese residents, non-Chinese citizens and why it matters for the rest of the world. Um, so, yeah, should be a good topic. I'm really looking forward to it. I hope you can join me then. Um, thank you so much for listening to this edition of This Week with Walton. Um, until then, on Friday, this is Finance Fridays signing out. Peace. <laughs>